Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 37, and we have the amazing Shannon Faraby back on the show today. And I'm so super excited that she is here. Hi, this is Shannon Faraby. You are listening to Heart Cells with Christine Slansky. Enjoy. I'm excited to share more of Shannon's story today. And to give you a little bit of a background, she is a certified go-giver speaker and coach, and she truly believes and teaches that the most valuable gift you can offer to the world is yourself. She passionately leads, trains, and coaches thousands of women in the direct sales industry, is a go-giver international director of engagement, a wife of over 25 years, and a mommy to five. When she is not a hundred feet underwater, scuba diving in caves or with sharks, she is on the mission to stop women everywhere from listening to and believing lies that are holding them back from who they were created to be. I'm very glad that Shannon is back for another wonderful conversation. So let's welcome her to Heart Cells. Well, I'm so excited to welcome back Shannon Faraby. And uh, yeah, we just had an amazing interview talking um, about trust, trusting that when you give first, you receive and you're open to receiving. So I would love to dive into the trust piece, Shannon. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a really important factor, I think, in reaching success and your own personal goals in your business. And it's something I think a lot of people leave out. They often are desperate in what they think that they need, and they're so focused on that that they're missing the other person, the other you know, player in their story. And then they can't help people and give to people because they're just focused on themselves. Mm. And it doesn't work. It doesn't actually wind up giving back to them what they were looking for in the first place. But they don't trust that. They don't trust their, themselves if they give that they will receive. Yeah. So what could you advise like an entrepreneur who might go through a different difficult time, who might struggle, who, who thinks, well, you know what, just one more client, I'm going to be <laughs> fine this month. Like, yeah. What could you advise from that perspective um, that they can actually kind of let go and, and trust the process? Yeah, you know, sometimes it's so hard because when I see someone that's sharing that way and they say things like, you know, who can help me? I just need one more order to reach this goal. And they definitely sound like they're begging. And what I want to do is show them that it's not working. You know, what I, what I want to do is say, look, did you get the results that you wanted? You didn't. It doesn't work. People don't like it. It doesn't come across well. And then I would love to be able to compare and show them someone else who's doing it a different way and all of the results they're receiving. The hard thing is, is that like anything in life, sometimes things do take time. So there needs to be a place where they come to the realization that what they're doing isn't working. And then they need to be willing to try a different approach. But it's not necessarily something that will happen overnight. So it's getting them to see what's wrong 
with begging and desperation and focusing only on yourself and then helping them to be brave and trusting in themselves that really and truly if you give what other people need and listen to them, it will come back to you. But it might take time and that's sometimes really hard for people. Yeah, yeah. And and I so get that. I I've seen that in, in my sales career over and over again when I thought that I needed something, mm-hmm. it never really happened anyway. <laughs> well that's true. But, yeah. Right. <laughs> but when I didn't, yeah. when I was like, okay, I you know, I just made this big uh deal happen, then miraculously the next client showed up. And right. because you were already in the space that this person mm-hmm. said yes, then they said yes, then you already had two mm-hmm. and thinking mm-hmm. like, wow, well, maybe I can get number three, <laughs> you know, just right. for the fun right. of it. And yeah. Time. Yeah, that's true. I like to talk to people a lot about, you know, it's good to have big picture goals and an idea of where you want to be. That by itself is terrifying for some women. They don't want to even admit to themselves what they would love to see happen because they don't think it will ever be a reality. But if I can get them to even admit to me something that they would just love to see happen, and then we can break that down into some really tiny baby steps. Those little tiny baby steps and achievements will help them hang in there until the receiving part starts to come their way. So the baby steps will be involving giving and helping others and listening and asking questions and all of those things we talked about last time. But as they achieve those, they will already start to feel like you said, you know, they'll start to feel that, well, that felt good. And yeah, that person was helped because I said that. And that was a really nice thing to be a part of. And they'll start to see those things connecting and it helps them to be able to picture one day, this is all going to come together. Mm. So have you always been comfortably asking for money? (laughs) Well, okay. I think maybe yes. I think, you know, I think, I think I have, you know, when I was little, one of the first things that I ever sold was rocks that I painted. I found rocks and I painted them and then I went and I knocked on our neighbor's doors (laughs) and I tried to sell my painted rocks. And then, you know, until I got caught, somebody told my mom, (laughs) she said, stop that. (laughs) But, um, but then I was in school and I would buy um, penny candy and I would bring it in a bag and I would sell it for two pennies. And I don't think that I ever really had a problem for that because if they were happy with it and they wanted it, then yay for me. Like I was a smart <laughs> chick that brought candy to school. <laughs> That's so cool. So, yeah. so maybe you're the first like natural salesperson that can't be natural from kid to adult. <laughs> maybe, but I certainly would not say I'm one of those people who joke, you know, I could sell snow to an Eskimo. That mm. is not true to me because I wouldn't be able to sell something that I didn't think was going to yeah. benefit them in some way. Yeah, I was going so to see. I really I must have believed that my rocks were beautiful <laughs> when I was little. But, uh, you know, but as an adult in the sales industry, if I didn't believe that I was offering value, if I didn't believe that something I had would benefit them, I would probably talk them out of it. I wouldn't want them to spend their money on something that they didn't need or they didn't want or desire. Yeah. So yeah. coming from that place, it is easy because if they say no and they don't want it, good, don't waste your money on it. I wouldn't either. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's such a that's such a great way to to see things. And 
Um, I know many people who, who do have difficulties also with the receiving end of things. Mm-hmm. So they maybe can ask for money, but they never ask for what they truly want. Right. Mm. Maybe they're mm-hmm. thinking, you know, I'm just making up numbers, but maybe they think, well, you know, I really would love to have like 2000, mm. but all they would ask for like, is like 350. <laughs> so they yeah. have this huge gap. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice on, on this? Like how, <laughs> how can you, you know, be okay with what yeah. you really truly want? Okay. That one I can relate to a lot more because if something has a fixed price to it, I don't have a problem asking for it. If they want it, need it, great. That's how much it costs. But what you're talking about is much more personal. And I can definitely relate to that one. I'm having just recently in the past couple of years become a certified go-giver speaker and coach. When someone asks me to speak at a venue, there is a price involved. And it's something I'm really struggling with because on the one hand, you know, my mentor, Bob Berg, would say, this is what you should be charging and this is what you're worth. But the lies in my head that I hear from when I was a little girl sometimes still say, Shannon, shut up and sit down. No, they're not going to pay you that to talk. Why would they do that? And so it's a constant battle of, am I really worth that? You know, maybe Mm. what I have to say is okay, but am I worth that? I'm not worth that. And so my advice, I guess, would be to trust what other people that you trust say because they see things in you that we sometimes aren't able to see in ourselves, or at least not yet. Yeah. And, and I also do believe, I don't know that everyone would agree with this, but I do believe it's okay to take baby steps. I'm okay with getting to that point gradually, as long as I believe that I'll get there someday. It's yeah. okay with me to do that. Um, but I, I do struggle. I just received a fabulous bonus not long ago. And my husband must mean, know me really well because when I showed him the bonus, the very first thing he said to me is, don't you dare think for a second that you don't deserve this. You are worth every penny. You give them so much value and congratulations. <laughs> so That's so beautiful. We need, we need people to speak those things into our lives so yes. that, so that we can accept it ourselves. Yeah, that, that's why I, I personally believe it's so important to have mentors and coaches yeah. that see the potential that you just can't see because mm-hmm. that's where you're growing into with mm-hmm. you know a little bit of support and advice. Mm-hmm. And also um, you just mentioned, I think it's beautiful what your husband said, like surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm being or putting yourself in an environment that uplifts you. Yeah. I'm very blessed in that he does, my husband does support me and he encourages me and he, I have had a lot of crazy ideas over the years (laughs) and (laughs) ventures and he always supports them and he always is my cheerleader. And so it's been wonderful, but not everybody has that. There are a lot of women listening that would say, that's not my husband. You know, my family doesn't support me. My friends don't support me. And to those women, I would just like to say that you need to find people. You need to find people. You don't have to leave the ones that you love. You can accept them for who they are and hope that one day that will change. But you need to find others who will see that beautiful truth inside of you and help to bring it out. And it's, it's hard. It's going to take some courage, but we need to do that for ourselves if it doesn't naturally live among us. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, you can't choose your family. Right. (laughs) 
but um, you can choose uh, your friends. You can choose mm-hmm. people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So going and and you know if you say like you live in the country and there's nobody close, <laughs> you know, yeah. get the right books. I mean, read mm-hmm. the mentors. And we just discussed that before that we both stumbled up on the Go Giver. Mm-hmm. And like, look where we are, right? Exactly. Um, you have no idea what something as simple as a book, yeah. how it could change your entire life. Mm-hmm. No idea. I mean, who would have thought years ago that I'd be sitting here chatting with you today? I never in a million years would have imagined my path would lead down this way. But it started with that book. Yeah. And so you just don't know. Yeah, we, we like to make excuses for ourselves sometimes. And we justify our inaction by what we see in front of us instead of what could be if we would open our eyes a little bit further. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So what, what do you do today to get harmony in your life, to get that, that balance, that feeling that makes you jump out of bed? (laughs) I don't always jump out of bed, (laughs) but on the days that I don't, I do consciously make myself put on happy music and I will tell myself, Shannon, do you really want to have a miserable day? No, you don't want to have a miserable day. You want to have a great day. So do something about it. And then I will put on music specifically that I know will get me in a better mood, get me pumped up. And so I will do that on purpose. Or I might call somebody. I might call a specific trusted person who I know will not feel sorry for me and, oh, I'm so sorry, but say, get going, girl. What are you doing? (laughs) And, you know, kind of like shake it out of me a little bit. And so I think we learn over time which people can do which things for us. And then we can't make excuses. It's up to us. We have every opportunity to change our day when we want to. And it's getting to that place of, I am so tired living like this and I want my future to change. And then stepping into it and doing it every day. Yeah. Yeah. So basically change your state, right? Change your thoughts, change your emotions. Yeah. You have to, you have to, because we just get sucked in. It's like this terrible, you know, vacuum that just pulls us in and it's quick and it's dangerous. And if we don't stop it, when it starts, it could spiral and the whole day's gone. And then you're laying on your pillow at night thinking, what in the world? I just did it again. Just wasted mm. that entire day, accomplished nothing, was mean to my children, you know, didn't whatever, you know, whatever the the facts are for each person. But we're in control of it and we can't let those circumstances control what we do each day. Yeah. Do, do you have like kind of a, like a routine you're doing or are you, you know, to bring you to that right space? Hmm. Like do you journal or meditate mm-hmm. um, besides putting on great music? Yeah, I do have a routine. And when I follow it, it works really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do like to, at night, prepare a little bit for the next day. And so if I can clean up my desk a little bit, and that's just kind of a mental thing for me, but Mm -hmm. clean up my desk a little bit and maybe start a little bit. I like to get a head start. So if I can uh, write down a couple things or even do one thing that was supposed to be tomorrow, then I feel like "Ah, I'm already ahead. Um, So I play a little mental games with myself. But then when I wake up, yes, I I always try and get a shower, get dressed and get ready first thing when I wake up. Because if I don't, I'm likely to be lazy way longer than I should be. Working from home has challenges that I think some people don't realize. So, so I make myself do that every day to start my day. And then I do spend some time sitting down with my journal 
and I plan out what am I going to work on today, what are the most important things that I have to do, and then what are the other things that I would just like to do. I do like to focus on what I'm grateful for every day mm -hmm. and thinking about that so I can start myself mentally with a positive, you have a beautiful life, Shannon. Don't forget that you have a beautiful life. And then I schedule out what I want to do with my time. That's the trickiest for me. I'm not always good at that because I'm super spontaneous. But when I follow it and I stick to my schedule, it usually is a beautiful day. <laughs> this sounds great. So do you use mantras for yourself or do you have like a quote that you love that you refer back to to give you inspiration and empowerment? Well, I do love the quote, um, you know, I should know it by heart, but I actually wrote it down just in case I forgot. <laughs> um, but I do love, where did I put it? Ah, it's never too late to be who you might have been. I oh. do love that. And so sometimes I remind myself of that, that you know, it doesn't matter how old I am. It doesn't matter how many mistakes I've made. It doesn't matter how many things have gone wrong. It's never too late. I can keep learning new things until the day that I die. And I can keep trying new fun things as long as I want to. So I do like to remind myself of that. But as far as things that really encourage me, I would say that I go to scripture, that um, when I really feel like I need to be encouraged and I need truth, real deep down inside my heart truth, I would turn to scripture. And reading the word of God for me always reminds me of who I am and grounds me in the type of truth that really nobody earthly <laughs> could speak to me quite the same way. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And um, you just said a, a word that caught my attention while uh, speaking, the word fun. Mm. <laughs> so what kind of difference do you think fun makes to your business success? Well, I think that when you look at people in life around you, the ones that enjoy what they're doing and have fun are more likely to pour their true self into it and enjoy every moment of it and be grateful for it as opposed to someone who feels that they're doing something because they have to or someone's making them do it. That's a chore. Nobody wants to do chores. My kids hate chores. I hate chores. Nobody likes chores. <laughs> so, so being blessed to have a job where you get to do something that you're passionate about, that's, that's an opportunity that very few people I think, enjoy. And unfortunately, it's because they don't come to a place where they realize they could, mm. you know, and I think that's unfortunate, but we all could have that. Every one of us could step into a place where we realize this is who I am. This is what I have to offer. And I'm going to do this now with my life and with my passion instead of this drudgery that I've been doing the past 10 years that I don't even enjoy. And then it becomes fun because you are passionate about it. Yeah. So it's a choice. It's a choice. It is. It truly is a choice, but it's a hard one for a lot of people when there's bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. So, so what happened when you made that choice for you? Like how did things show up in your life differently? I will be honest and tell you that I don't think I made that choice initially. I think that it found me mm. because I didn't set out one day to be a salesperson, to be an entrepreneur, to be a speaker. I didn't set out to do any of that. I set out to survive. I got out of bed in the morning to live another day, to take care of my kids, and to meet obligations. And only through helping other women and trying to give what I just saw, the, I, 
I, I have to be honest, I liked feeling like I was needed somewhere. And it seemed to be the one place where I wasn't failing at that time in my life. And so I poured more and more into it because I felt needed and wanted. And and it wound up all coming back. So I, I would have to say I did not make that choice. It found me. And I walked through it hmm. and came out on the other side thrilled that I did get out of bed each and every one of those days and allowed uh, that life to continue to happen so I could be where I am now. But when I speak to women who are struggling in any way, I do try and encourage them to make those choices. I didn't have anyone speaking into my life at that time. Maybe I would have listened if they did, but I didn't have anyone. So I want to be that voice for women who don't have someone and say, you don't have to take three years to get through this. You don't have to accidentally find yourself where you are. You can make these choices and you can walk through it in a positive way that you will enjoy and look back on as a wonderful experience. Yeah. And you can make the choice now. There's you no can make the choice now. Right. Yeah. You don't have to wait. You can make the choice now. Awesome. What a beautiful way to end this conversation. Um, makes a choice now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so, so much for being on the show and sharing all your wisdom and life experience with us. So for people, just make sure you check out the free chapter of Success Unwrapped. Um, you can find that at www.shannonferraby.com. And thank you so much for being here, Shannon. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Bye. So good. I am so excited and grateful I had Shannon on the show. And I hope that you have gotten a lot of inspiration, motivation, and you know, the one or other advice that you can put into action and create a better outcome in your business and your life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for your time. Um, if you really resonate with this podcast, please make sure you share it with your loved ones and business partners so they also can be inspired and use the opportunity to sign up for the Empowerment Notes where I share amazing free content in my weekly newsletter, where you get updates to the podcast so you are not missing any insights. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. Hop on over to christineschlonsky.com to find the show notes um, and the resources we are talking about and as well as um, the podcast itself. And you have the opportunity there to subscribe to the empowerment notes. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.